Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. New music for uh, Matt Verzal. He uh, joins us now, as he does every uh, Friday at this time. Good morning, Verz. Hey, boys. What's going on? How much? Uh, I was uh, I was looking for you last night through the pictures of uh, court storming in uh, Lincoln. I thought you'd be uh, on the floor in the middle of the uh, <laughs> the uh, celebration. Well, a couple housekeeping <laughs> items here for dear old Nebraska You, If you come in to watch a game at Nebraska, uh, or at Paisan, sorry, uh, the sound will not be on. Because when I had the sound on, they were getting their asses kicked. And so I moved it to a different TV, and then the comeback commenced. So, and you and you didn't want to mess with that, right? Yeah, the, the sound will never be on for a Nebraska men's yes. basketball game. Yes, Just that's what you're on. supposed to do. So if you have that envision, maybe get a to-go pizza that night, or just sit there and laugh at me as I watch and they win with no sound on. Well, so wait, how how are you during these games? I mean, I know you're you're always you know you're always busy, but I mean, when you actually are able to kind of stop and watch the games, are you pacing a lot, or, or you know, how do you take it in? I will. I mean, I've watched. I watched a football game. So, okay. So, at Pisons, when our when our young women leave to go to their like to go home, I will walk them out. Well, one of the boys or I will walk them out to their car, mm-hmm. so they there don't you. go alone. That's just well. When I went outside to walk one of the car, Nebraska scored. And so I watched the remainder of the game from outside. <laughs> <laughs> now, when it would go to commercial, I would come in and get my water, or go to the bathroom. But I love it. I don't. I, I'm I'm baseball at, at, at my heart or at my core, and so I'm. The superstitions are many. Yeah, they are daily, and it's not just like sports; it's life stuff. All right, I'm okay with that. I love this. Hey, you brought up baseball. Can I ask, uh, how is uh, Nephew feeling after the first week of practice? You know, he doesn't say a whole, a whole bunch, but he it seems to be going well. You'll get little bits and pieces here and there about, you know, he did this at, at this. So he, it's kind of fun because he's not my kid, number one. <laughs> so I can be the guy that has all the answers. Um but it just, the big thing that I try to tell him is, like, just put the coaches in a position where they can't leave you out of the game. I said, so if that means you're the guy that hits the ball all the time, great. You know, he's playing some catcher. So if you, if you block the most balls, if you throw out the most runners, that everything in, in, is in your control. I said, you can go out and do all these things. I'm like, and then you, you put them in a spot where they don't have any choice but to play you. So uh, he's he, I believe, is excited to go down to Texas. My sister is probably more excited to go down to Texas to get the full experience. So, uh, any baseball parents are listening, just you got a live one coming. So be ready. 
She's very excitable. <laughs> um, she's a birds all by birth, so she's not going to shy away from a, a drink or a good time. Uh, you know, Katie Ellis, also she dates the, the Evans boy from Grand Island, so she will be down there, so I don't know how that combo will go. <laughs> What did I say? I've got a plane ticket and bail money just in case it goes real bad. Uh, so for people that don't know, and, and if you, you've listened to Verge, you know, uh, especially, it's, it always blows me away. Because I remember when you started going on the Unk Nephew baseball trip, and yeah. you know Max looks so young. So for people that don't know, uh, Verge's nephew, Max Butenbach, is on Nebraska's baseball team. He'll wear number 11. By the way, you got a shout-out in the media guide in his bio. I did see that. That was I. I told him thank you for that. I didn't. He didn't need to do that. But that was very nice. Well, I mean, look at so his dad, national championship. You've got national championship rings. I mean, yep. that's that's a pretty good deal. We're going with the, we're going with the pedigree thing here. Yes. Mine's more just mental, like abuse. <laughs> toughen him up. <laughs> he has he has those screwed up uncle nephew trip. Because now he's going to play. I think he's going to play in Minnesota this summer. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. So me, so me and the cash man, we're just going to go harass him. <laughs> so it's going to be a half uncle nephew trip because he we couldn't do it last year because he was playing down in that summer league at Hutch. <laughs> so now we're just going to like screw it. We're we you can't come, so we're just going to come to you. <laughs> yeah, because I know they play in so Minnesota in the season too. Yeah. Yep, but yeah, they've already kind of got them slotted out where they'll play in the in their little summer leagues or whatever that is. But yeah, he likes it, and it's. I, I think Bolt and Childress would do a good job, and you know, he seems to be everybody's excited anyway. Has he brought up the uh, the one area that we even had to discuss this too? Uh, the the changing of the skinny end to the black end on the hats, new look for the baseball team. Not sure if we like it. Yeah, no, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't get too too caught up in that stuff mm. that's not where that's not our are you making genre. any trips are you going to do any trips uh especially here in the non-con i know they got like arizona when they play grand canyon and stuff are you gonna are you trying to plot out maybe a weekend that would be awesome i don't i don't know if i'll be able to pull out but grandma will be at them so okay. she's <laughs> she's got friends in arizona they're got old people stuff lined up so they're <laughs> they're ready to roll maybe do a little the little shuffleboard or whatever they do down there. <laughs> not a golfer, so. Oh, okay. Hey, how did we get to, and this isn't a bad thing, but how did we get to a point where during this latest recruiting uh, frenzy, we had 19 different Power 5 programs, and I'm including Nebraska, are in the state of Nebraska recruiting. I mean, you, you know the community. Platteview has a young man who has been offered by Miami and Arkansas. I mean, we're talking... Platteview High School. How did we get to this point that we have so much attention in the state now from Power Five schools? Oh man, just teeing, just setting it on the tee there for me, aren't you? Yep. Um, I think finally because the the coaches at the major university in the state are paying attention to the state. Hmm. Uh, it's always been there. The kids that can play have been here. They have been. You just have to go pay attention to them. And I know everybody has a vision like, oh, okay, we're, we're going to get all the Nebraska kids. Well, sometimes that doesn't fit the vision, but if the coach just goes and pays attention to them, 
then you create the question on the other side, what are they looking at? What do you mean there's somebody there in Nebraska? Um, the one that, that pops right to the top of my mind initially, and it's not even one of my Scott kids, but it's Isaac Zadiska. Like, yeah. if Nebraska just pays attention to him at the time, and, 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 and be brutally honest, hey, I, you know, you're, you're an awesome player, but you're not going to fit what we do or what we're looking for, but we're going to offer you just to get you some pub, okay? And you treat him like a, like a man. I think that goes a long way. For the skill guys, you know, you have to give credit to Steve Warren and, and Abdul and their competitive catch teams. You know, they're going down and they're beating, <laughs> they're beating you know, big-time outfits, so that, that helps a ton too. So. Competitive catch teams. <laughs> I love that. I don't think that's what it's called, but... Well, that's what it is. <laughs> I'm going to steal that. Competitive. So you don't ever see my retweets of Steve stuff? Uh, yeah. They'll uh, be like, hey, bro, can you can you retweet this? I'm like, you got it. I'm like, if you choose to have your kid play competitive catch, this is one of the better teams that are around. <laughs> hey, so speaking of competitive catch, uh, and this kind of goes back to the recruiting part of it. Look, I, I know you you coach offensive line, and, and at one point we considered tight ends offensive linemen and inline blockers. What what is what is it about the position itself? And we've seen Nebraska continue to kick them out, but the overall popularity of it too. Like, is that is is tight end now kind of the new sexy position next to quarterback? Oh, it's got to be because you look at you know from. Way back in the day, you know, the undersold ones like your Kellen Winslows mm-hmm. and all those guys. Um, but then you get into what's prominent now, right? You know, Gronk. Yep. And then you go to George Kittle and Kelsey. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, even go back to Gates at San Diego. Yep. Like that dude, like that dude changed the game. Antonio Gates changed the game and changed the position. Because he brought in the how are you so big and so fluid and so strong and have such great hands. So now you look at what Nebraska can produce. There, there's, a lot, there's a lot of tall, tall ass lanky kids out there <laughs> yeah. in this state. It just it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, there's two there's two on the Scott basketball team, and you know one's families they're just scared, and the other one should be with me. But you know that you go to any gym anywhere. Elkhorn has a boatload of them. Pious. I went and watched Pius play basketball. There's four on that team you could turn into tight end, and they would make yeah. money. I'm not talking like playing in college. I'm talking playing in the league. Like they are fast, great feet, explosive in their hips, and good hands. Mm-hmm. But they're hoopers. Man, I got hoop. <laughs> okay. Have fun trying to make a six-man team. <laughs> a five-person team when I got 22 spots you could play, but do your thing. I can go play competitive catch. Hey, we'll get you out around this. Help me here. You, you're uh, going to give me a Joe Maurer story? No, no. I'll, sh- I'll save that for in person. Um, I have a question here because he's gonna he's making history for the second straight year. A center that snaps left-handed is in the Super Bowl, and it happens to be Creed Humphrey back-to-back years. I don't know why this never dawned on me until he had a I mean, he had a lot of low snaps like skitters against Ooh. Baltimore. What? I, I, I don't think I've ever seen anybody, unless their right hand was broken and they needed to stay at center, that they would snap with their left hand. 
How many left-handed snappers in your lifetime have you seen? I've, I've never seen one, to be honest with you. I mean, that's amazing. But, yeah, he can't keep throwing them ground balls, though. He's lucky Patrick Mahomes played baseball. Agree. That dude can field a short hop like nobody's business and then get up and rifle one. But, so, but yeah, what? But it what, is. I've never seen it. I mean, I think it would be difficult for the quarterback. I mean, it's completely opposite with a, mm-hmm. a center snapping left-handed. Oh, you're one of those guys? Well, I mean, the, the ball's going to spin a little bit differently. Steve Young seemed to be all right throwing left-handed to receivers. Yeah, but they figured the, it out. Yeah, but the this coming back from the center from the left hand that would seem to be a little bit different. I mean, you get used to it. I get it. You adapt. Yeah, six yards. Huh. As long as it hits the middle cylinder, it don't matter. Uh-huh. <laughs> as long as you as long as you try to put the point of that ball in his belly button, you can you can two hand that baby if you want. But no, it, it is crazy. There are, there are not many. They're not many lefties. Many lefties are just more slight of frame. They're not big people. Hmm. That might be true. I mean, it's, it's not like he's a he, he's one of the better offensive linemen in the entire NFL. It's just Ooh, yeah, you just, yeah. You just don't you just don't see a guy snapping the ball left handed. You know, you think man, as a kid, if you want to snap it left handed, they change you so you're snapping right handed by the time you get to high school or college. But mm-hmm. I mean, it works for him. Well, and if he's a late move, right? Like he started yeah. at guard and moved to center. Oh, and good so point. Then it's like, well, you're dominant left. No, no. <laughs> His bad snaps, too. <clears throat> almost died there. Look what I'm doing for you guys. <laughs> he gets it. He gets. He sets it on all of his bad snaps. He sets the point of the ball down, so the ball is going straight up and down. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to make his checks. There's a lot going on, and you got count variations in the NFL. But every bad snap he has, he's on the point of the ball. And then he manipulates it a lot when he throws. Like, he, he doesn't just flick it. It's not a flick of the wrist. He, he tries to manipulate it to get it to fly. But, you know, he's a bad man. So yeah, he is. I, I'm guessing the Chiefs are just like, hey, dude, get in the general vicinity. We have a freak athlete back there. He'll catch it. <laughs> That's exactly what they say. Hey, uh, great stuff. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, have a great weekend. All right, boys. Be good. That's uh, Vers. Matt Verzalt. Follow him on Twitter at uh, Vers51 to uh, see more of his retweets of competitive catch. So the oh, I love that, by the way. Abdul the, Muhammad now is on line one. Would like to respond to competitive catch? I think it is a, like a very underrated conversation about the left-handed center because you don't probably pay attention to it that much. And the only reason I remember this being a conversation, this was like back in like maybe 2015. Uh, remember James Stone? He played for Tennessee. And then he was a Falcon for a little yep. bit. I think that's when he got his most. And I remember I was watching a game and they were playing the Bears. And they the broadcast, for whatever reason, brought it up. Because I think he did have a couple bad snaps. And they just talked about the rarity of a left-handed center. And especially when you're actually getting more than just a center quarterback exchange. When you're actually you know either in a pistol or a shotgun. And so you're seeing that. And so I started kind of watching that thinking, I guess I've never really noticed if a lot of guys are predominantly right-handed when it comes to snapping. And then I noticed, yeah, it's probably like 90% of them. And there's like certain sports where it looks weird. When when someone is doing something left-handed, it just jumps off the page. Like basketball, you don't really notice it. There's a lot of left-handed shooters. But you know, in baseball, you see it all the time too. Now, you're not going to see a left-handed catcher. You're not going to see a left-handed yeah. shortstop. You know, but, but, but in football, you can always tell when there's a lefty quarterback because it looks so weird, yeah, so, so different. So Kevin Mawai, who is in the Hall of Fame offensive lineman, um, you know, long time with uh, 
the Jets, mm-hmm. and then finished his career with the Titans. He was a center, and he would snap right-handed. He broke his right hand, and he was forced, because they were going to take him out of that position, he snapped left-handed. Yeah. But he's right about Creed Humphrey. If you look at him, the ball looks like yeah, it's sitting out. on a tee. Yeah. Instead of, you know, on the ground like we've all seen. I think it would be so hard to do that, to, like, be able to pull that back under and be able – yeah, it's that's that's crazy. But it is just weird. I don't think pe- many people realize, like, how rare that is. Essentially, it, it would be like – and you might see this at the high school level every now and then in smaller towns. It'd, like, be the equivalent of, like, a lefty playing catcher or a lefty playing shortstop. You just don't see it. But if you've got a superior athlete and, and that person somehow is able to make mm-hmm. it work – and he's your best fielder or he's your best backstop, then you're going to you're gonna maybe let him roll with it and just kind of see how it works. All right, when we come back, some uh, final thoughts on the week and uh, what happened yesterday in basketball. Blue Nebraska, or, well, Blue Nebraska plays tonight. Black Nebraska and Red Nebraska both got uh, victories. Blue Nebraska plays here on the zone, uh, 8 o'clock tip-off. Uh, students will be sauced up a little bit. I imagine the crowd will be, that'll be bonkers in there tonight. Mm-hmm. Maybe younger crowd. Yeah, little tailgating. Yeah, it might be like the old Early bracket buster crowds. There was uh, tailgating in the uh, festival lot yesterday nice. down in Lincoln. That's I think the there'll be some tailgating it. tonight. Weather's going to be good. Be. People going to the Creighton game. Yeah, but downtown will be busy. I bet there'll be some juice in downtown. Yep, uh, Omaha. That game's at eight. Jimmy's on the air at six. Doesn't know what's going to go on in the post or the pregame <laughs> show. Talk about stuff. That's okay. You're just going to talk. Talk. Yeah. Yeah. I would advise you not to talk about what happened at PBA last night, but eh, it's your choosing. Yeah, and you want me to wear my? Uh, you want <laughs> oh, you me to wear what? this shirt? Hey, you can though. You can talk about how that is, you know, Creighton's best victory. It helps them. Ooh, Alabama just uh, yeah, well, just it rose up. <laughs> All right, we'll come back to put a wrap on the this show in the week after this in sixteen twenty the zone. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.